We're in a, 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 a series right now. It's our vision series. We're going to continue with that two weeks ago. It, our vision series is very important. We do it once a year, and it's vital because it's who we are. Know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make it. Let's do that one. Let's do it all together, okay? Here we go. Know God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference. That's, that's the heartbeat of Heart of the City Church. Two weeks ago, I shared about knowing God. There's a, a, a building in Amsterdam, and right on top is a YWAM building. My wife and I have been part, not in YWAM, but in uh, around YWAM for many, many, many years. And on top of that, that big building in Amsterdam, it says, No God. And their motto is, No God, and make him known. No God. Say that with me, No God. If you wasn't here two weeks ago, I encourage you to go online and check that out because it really is the vision of Heart of the City Church. The next one is from last week, uh, Find Freedom. Will you say that with me, Find Freedom? I thought Logan did just an amazing job in the area of finding freedom. Wonderful, wonderful job in, in confession, confessing one to another, transparency, authenticity. Those are the things that you really find freedom secrets will absolutely kill you. But if you can bring things to the surface, God brings it to the light, uh, that's, that's a powerful thing. And so tonight I want to talk to you about discovering purpose, but I titled it very specific because I, I want you to see the title. If you don't mind putting that up there, that's real important that you see that, discovering God's purpose, discovering God's purpose for your life. I uh, came out of the world uh, and I did come out of the world running with the devil uh, December the 7th, 1986. And uh, I, I tell you what, I had no clue in God's purpose for my life, but I had a purpose. I had a purpose, but it wasn't God's purpose. And I want you to, to really hear that tonight. I'm going to distinguish those two because it's, I think it's very important. I had a purpose, man. I remember I was a bodybuilder. I was five foot six or maybe a little bit taller back then. And uh, I wanted to weigh 275 pounds uh, just to be kind of a freak of nature. And I got up to about 220 um, you know, I was an absolute steroid addict. Matter of fact, I've written a track. It's a, I think it's very, very cool. Uh, a brother in the church has helped me put it all together, and it's called Got Juice. And uh, it's gonna, you, you're going to be able, if you know anybody battling in the area of steroids, uh, athletic type, you know, blood doping, any of those things, I would encourage you to take one of those tracks and give it to them. I want them to personally call me, text me, email me, because I'd really like to, to talk with them. And so I had a, a, a dream uh, being five foot six and 275, wanted to own a gym, maybe a bar. I figured, hey, you know, get them one way or the other. You're going to get them in a gym or you're going to get them in a bar. So that was my, my dream. And, and then December the 7th, 1986, I came to know Jesus Christ. I was born again water baptized, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let me pause. Because baptism of the Holy Spirit in 88 really jacked my life up in a good way. Baptism of the Holy Spirit, why? Because when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're overflowing 
with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide your life. He will fill your life. He will guide you into God's purpose for your life. I'm going to tell you right now, my purpose began to change radically after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me really good. Doing God's will for your life is the most fulfilling thing that you can do. Doing God's will for your life is absolute. That is where you will find fulfillment. Not your will, not your purpose. God's purpose. I, I hope to be a voice tonight to help you begin to walk, if you're not, to begin in, to walk in God's purpose for your life. Rick Warren says, if you're alive, there's a purpose for your life. And I, I totally, completely agree. I just want to decipher the, the difference between your purpose and God's purpose for your life. Like here, at, we believe at, at, at Heart of the City Church, Growth Track, we have Growth Track, our membership class, that is there to help you discover God's purpose for your life. It is not a whole in one. You're not going to get everything at Growth Track in order to fulfill and find out God's purpose for your life. But when you begin meeting leaders and get connected and you get rooted in, in, in God's love and in his word and, and, and get rooted in his church and you begin to gather an understanding and personality tests and so forth and so on, it is going to help you discover God's purpose for your life. Isaiah 14 26, 28, it's going to be up there. Read this, watch this, look at this as I read it. This is the purpose that is purposed against the whole earth. And this is the hand that has stretched out all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. And who will annul it? Who, let me, let me hesitate, who will annul the purpose of God that he has stretched out over the entire earth? Will a war in Ukraine, Russia, China, America, will a king, a priest, will anyone, I'm going to tell you right now, nothing will annul the purpose of God that he has set out upon the earth and this world. Who will annul the purpose of God? No one. Isaiah 46, 11. Calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country, indeed, I have spoken it. I will also, look, I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it I will do it. What God has purposed in the nations, in Heart of the City Church, in the world, like Heart of, Heart of the City Church, we have a purpose. We have a, we have a, a, a vision. You know, we want to touch and reach a tithe of Coeur d'Alene. We want to equip the saints 
We want to raise up people. Let them be armed and dangerous, lethal weapons against the kingdom of darkness. God has a purpose for Heart of the City Church. He has a purpose for the United States. He has a purpose. It will not be annulled in our world. And God has a God purpose for you. If you're still dragging through life and just like hard to get out of bed, tired all the time, just you just like, what am I doing here? I got news for you. I don't think that you're walking in your God-given purpose. That doesn't mean that I don't get tired. I'm 56, I get tired. <laughs> but it's not, it's not because I don't have purpose. It's not because I don't know God's purpose for my life. I hope that you can begin to tap into the purpose that God has on your specific life. I believe that I married the woman God gave me. I believe that with all my heart. I, I, I know when God spoke to me that I was going to marry Ray Dean. I lost my parents when I was eight. Most of you know that. My daddy was Billy Ray. My mom was Geraldine. My wife carries my mom and my dad's name. I know that I was to marry my wife. I know that God has a purpose for you individually. I got to ask you the question. Do you think that you're walking in that God-given purpose? The church is here. Growth Track is here. We are here to help you fulfill that. Walk it out. Find it out. I want to read another scripture, New Testament, 2 Timothy 1.9. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose. And grace which he's given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Don't be arrogant to fulfill or try to work your own purpose out. You need to find the purpose God had before the beginning of time that he has for your life. Let me break the scripture down just for a minute. He calls us. He, you don't call you. You don't find Jesus. He calls you. He finds you. It's not by your works, it's by God's working in you. Somebody say purpose. He has a purpose for your life. Uh, Logan showed me the scripture, I mean, I'm sorry, this Greek word this week. I thought it was really, really cool. A setting purpose in the Greek, a setting forth, a proposal, and it means showbread. I begin to think about that, a showbread. I, th I tell you what he does. You begin to walk in God's purpose that he has on your life, and he begins to show off through your life. For people who knew me before BC days in college and high school, OJ is serving Jesus. Are you crazy? They got to know that there is a God. It's his purpose and it's his plan. It's in Christ Jesus and it's before time began. Jeremiah, I knew you before you were in your mama's womb. Now, I don't really care how long you've been in church. You can be in church a long time and not walk in God's purpose for your life. 
you can be a sweet, nice, dressed believer and not walk in God's purpose for your life. That's why it's called discover. God wants you to discover the reason you're sucking air on earth, why you're taking up space, why your heart is, 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 is beating. Purpose, I'm going to give you the J-O definition, purpose. The reason something is made for. Why are you made? Why did God make Don, Chantel, Topher Aslan? Craig Pat, Stephen Sue. Why did God make you? When you discover that, you're going to walk in your God-given purpose. God has a specific purpose for you. My mother-in-law, the other day we were there visiting. I have a good, my, my, my brother-in-law turned 60, or yeah, he was turning 60. And there... She had a cool water kettle. We, have one at, we had one at our house, and it wasn't that cool. You turn it on in the morning, it sounded like a 1954 Ford blowing a rod. It was just really loud. Just a really loud, you know what I'm talking about? I first began to know these kettles, I think it was when we spent three, uh, three weeks in London. I mean, everyone in London drinks tea, man. Tea and biscuits. It's like they turn on that, that boiler and boil the water, and biscuits is basically cookies, you know what I'm saying? And you just drink a lot of tea and eat a lot of biscuits. Well, we had one, and it's a new one, but it was very, very, very loud. And my mother-in-law's was very, very quiet. It was cool, turned different colors, and she gave it to us. It beeps. But can I tell you something about that kettle? When it beeps, I don't walk over to it, stick it to my ear, and go, hello. That's not the purpose of the kettle. The kettle purpose is to boil water. Have you discovered the purpose for your life? I have an iPad right here. It does many things. It's really cool. I'm 56, never could dream of an iPad when I was 20. But I don't jackhammer concrete with this iPad. This iPad does not watch my grandchildren for me, and it doesn't kiss my wife. That's not the purpose of the iPad. You may be doing many things, but are you doing what God has called you to do? The greatest fulfillment you're going to have in life is when you're walking out God's purpose for your life. God had a great purpose for a guy named David. I want to just take a minute and just talk to you about David just, just for a little bit because I, other than Jesus, he's my favorite dude, person in the Bible. I want to just share a few thoughts on that. First of all, number one, number one, number one, only God knows your purpose. 
Your mama can't tell you. Your, ma- your, 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 your wife can't tell you. Only God knows. Truly, it's his purpose. You're going to find it out from him. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Samuel 16.1. Uh, we're going to stay in 1 Samuel 16 just for a few minutes. I hope you do have your, your Bible because uh, I will talk about that in just a few minutes because that's a, a great place to find out your purpose. 1 Samuel 16.1 says, Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Samuel was pouting. He was complaining. Saul had lost his mind. I'm taking the kingdom from him. I got a man after my own heart. God had to snap Samuel back into it. And it says this. Fill your horn with oil and go. I'm sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. So Samuel goes and goes and gets Jesse, and he has eight sons. And so he comes to town. Watch out when, kind of like when we do the sound and Prophets come in here, sometimes people are like, whoa, prophets, you know, are they reading everything that I'm thinking? And you know what I'm saying? People were kind of scared of Samuel, so forth and so on. And so it says this in verse 3, I think it's going to be up on the sky Bible. It says, then invite Jesse to the sacrifice. He's coming in. God told him to go make a sacrifice because Samuel was actually scared that Saul would kill him. And I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I name to you. The one I name to you. The one I name to you. Samuel did not know who it was going to be. Jesse, the daddy, did not know who it was going to be. David, the one who was called, did not know it was going to be him. God only knows Your purpose, his purpose for your life. God knows it. Here's the next one. Number two. God used Samuel and God can use others to call his purpose out in your life. They may not know it, but God uses people to call it out. They may not understand fully the purpose, but God can use, and he does use people to call the purpose out of your life. I remember back in 1990, before I got married, the oldest elder in the church walked up to Radine and I and says, hey, we want you to pray about walk, working with the youth, to be, be the youth pastors, youth directors here at Gospel Outreach in Eureka, California, We were getting married in two weeks. We want you to take the day that you get married, we want you to step into that position. We began to pray, and I think we even fasted, and and, and God spoke to us to do that. God used that man to call a purpose out in our life. Are you feeling me? God, can you, though they don't know fully, God still uses man. I remember JR right here with brush fires. JR, will you wave at me so people 
I was going through some brush fires information that he had given me. He wanted me to get a feel for it and get to know it, and I was going through it. And then he met with me in my office, and, and it was really cool, him explaining brush fires and us walking through it. And then he did something. I didn't know all that much about it, but it was very intriguing. And then he sat down with me after getting all my information, and he put together like a purpose life statement for me. Is that the proper purpose statement? Oh, I love that. Say that with me. Purpose statement. Beautiful. A purpose statement. He wrote it out. He did it. He wrote it out from the information that I filled out. And he looked at me. He says, you're the first person I've ever done this for that is actually walking in their purpose. I only give God the glory. I want you to understand that God can use other people to call something out in you. That gave me great excitement and faith that I'm doing what I'm sucking air to do. I'm actually walking in it. Are you walking in the purpose that God has for your life? Number three, it may not be what you see. Our culture is all about what you see, man. It's all about this. It may not be that. 1 Samuel 16, 6 through 7. So it was when they came, this is Samuel getting ready to anoint the wrong dude. When they came, they looked, that he looked at Eliab, and said, listen to what he said, Eliab was the oldest. Traditionally, he would have been the man. Look what he does. Surely, say that with me, surely. Surely the Lord's anointing is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, look, 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 look. Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. Do not look at him. Yeah, yeah, you got the look. Prince Jesus. Yeah, you got the look. Prince Jesus. Yeah. It's not about your look, your clothing, your hair. God looks way deeper than skin deep. Way more than your Gucci outfit. I don't know if Gucci can be an outfit, but it sounded really good, didn't it? <laughs> Do not look at his appearance or his physical statue because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks upon the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. It's not always what you see in order to find out and discover your God-given purpose. Eliab had other brothers there, I think seven, I think eight total. They each have purpose. They each have a God-given purpose. The problem with the seven is that their purpose was not to be the king. Only one was to be the king. It's not... Your, tell your neighbor right there, hey man, I don't care how good you look. It's not about your appearance. Tell them. This is a little bit shorter. 
This is a little bit shorter. Look at him and say, it's about your heart. God puts his purpose in your heart before you were born, before the time began. He gives you the desires of your heart. The Bible says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. He puts the desire there and then helps you to walk it out. When? Before time began. Oh, I just can't figure that out, J.O., well, right. You're not God. There's one and you're not him. Number one key of discovering your purpose, your God, fill me today. There's so many of you doing many things, frustrated in life, frustrated where there's, there's, this is the most important key for you to discover your God-given purpose. Your relationship with God. He's the one that knows it. He's the one that put it there. He's the one that calls you out. He knew you before the womb. Your relationship. Seek first. Seek first that relationship. Make him the center of your life. Be rooted in the church. He uses the church. That's his bride. Seek him, the sinner. Get rooted. Rooted in his word. Listen, you can't know God if you don't know his word. A key of a relationship with God is having a key relationship with his word. Listen to this scripture. It's one of my favorite, but I only want, I'm going to read this whole scripture and I'm going to camp out, camp out on three words. Listen, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So this, this scripture out of Joshua, I love it, powerful. This book, this word right here, it shouldn't depart out of your mouth. Right here, you want to keep it in your mouth. But it's not for your mouth that you want to keep it in your mouth. It's not just to give you hot lips or something like that. And then it goes, you shall meditate in it day and night. It's not just for your brain that he wants you to meditate on it. I want you to look at three words because this is what will change your life and help you discover God's will and God's purpose for your life. That you may, one, two, three, observe to do. Observe to do. Observe to do. You Speak it out. You declare it. You meditate on it. You think about it. All for why? Observe to do. If you leave here tonight, all excited about Jesus, love Jesus, and go run around on your wife, guess what? You didn't observe to do. Go out there and slam some cracked marijuana. I don't care what you're doing. You ain't observing to doing it. You got to observe to do. Crack open poor. You ain't observing to do. You just listen. 
You got to observe to do. That's how you're going to walk in your God-given purpose. Observe to do. Say it with me. Observe to do. Not adding historical knowledge to your mind. Not adding some type of, okay, I'm going to add some IQ points. I'm going to increase my intellectual. It ain't about that. It ain't about that. It's that you get the word of God in you so that you can observe to do it. God has a purpose for your life. He just doesn't want you to be a brainiac. That's good. If you're a brainiac, praise God. Use your brains to observe to do. You won't discover your purpose by a self-help book. Self-help book might help yourself. But it's not going to help you discover your purpose in God. Making a million. If a million brought all fulfillment, you need to talk to some millionaire and billionaires. Find out, you know, why they seclude themselves and just turn into a little hermit at the end of their life and, you know, say things that makes you understand that it's not about just having money. could stress you out. It's not about a cosmetic job. You want a cosmetic job? Get it. It's not going to bring all that fulfillment. Another degree. Get a degree. Praise God. But if you're looking for all of those to bring the ultimate fulfillment in your life, I got news for you. I got news for you. It won't happen. I chased so many things in my life. It's when you're ultimately walking in the fulfillment of his destiny for your life. What can I do right now, Jay? I want to tell you what you can do right now, right now, right now. Say that with me right now. Do what God has put in your hand to do. Start right now. Whatever God has put in your hand to do, do it as unto the Lord. David was not looking to be a king. David was not even in the lineup. David was a, look, 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 young people, 30 and under, maybe 30 and above. David was a faithful servant, faithful, committed, doing what God had called him to do. Guess what God had called him to do? To shepherd his daddy's stinking sheep. Do what's at your hand. Do it as unto the Lord. You might need to go get a job. You don't think that God can't use a job, work your tail off, work your, wow, he will use a job in a heartbeat to get you to where he wants to get you. Really, J.O.? Spending all that time secular working? Absolutely. Committed, faithful, getting up on time, taking a shower, getting the grease out your hair. Some people want a wife, and I'm like, man, get up, go to where women are, take a shower, put on some clothes, maybe a little clone, put on some deodorant, brush your teeth, you might pick up a girl. Right? (laughs) I think that's for free. And Samuel said to Jesse, 
Samuel said to Jesse, because he done went down the line, are all the young men here? Then he said, there remains yet the youngest, and there he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. He wasn't even in the lineup. Are you feeling overlooked tonight? I want to tell you right now, look, 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 look. You, if you're feeling overlooked, there is one who sees. His name is El Rohai, and he sees. He sees you. He is the God who sees. He sees you in the dark. He sees you in the cave. He sees you in the desert. He sees you in the waves. He sees you in the fire. He sees you wherever you are. He saw David. Go get that boy. And he brought him. This is what it was said about David. Ooh, makes me want to cry. I love David. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, bright eyes, good looking. Nothing wrong with being good looking. That's not what God was after. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for he is the one, baby. You got the one. Then Samuel took the horn of the oil and anointed him in the midst of the brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David. And that day forward, and Samuel rose and went to Ramah. Ramah, Ramah. However you want to pronounce it. I don't really care. I'm going to end this. Number one, discover your purpose. The priority is your real relationship with God. Over your spouse, over your kids, over your job, over your education, over your hobbies, over everything else. He's got to be number one. Jesus, number one. Center of it all. You want to discover your God-given purpose. He's got to be number one. Number two, observe to do. J.O., I love God. I don't never read his word. Man, you need to adjust your theology in your life. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten. Come on. If you love God, at least get into his word. He's going to help you discover your purpose. Do what's at your hand. Whatever God's got you in, don't run and go, well, J.O. preached and I got to go find my... No, do what God's called you to do right now. Be faithful, be committed, be a steward of it. Remember, remember, if you're single, it's not just about going to get... I got to get married. That's where I'm going to find my purpose. Hey, God will use that, but it's not just about marriage. It's about money. I got to get a million. He can use that. Nothing wrong with money. But that's not where ultimate fulfillment is going to come from. It's not going to, how sex, sex, sex. Got to have sex, got to have sex. We'll just go ask a prostitute that has sex 24-7 and find out if she's fulfilled. Talk to the dude, talk to the dude that pays for it. You're going to find out, you're going to find out that it's not those things. Fulfillment comes when you're walking, and I'm not here to beat up on anyone. That's not my heart. My heart is for you to understand the greatest thing that you can do 
to be fulfilled in life is to walk in your God-given purpose. Amen.